You're listening to the Before Midnight Podcast with your host, Felicia and Jessica. Grab your Bible and a cup of something warm. We're going to chat about making the most of the magically transformed lives we've been given. Welcome back to another episode and welcome to the week of Thanksgiving. I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. Today is the day before Thanksgiving. And so we wanted to take time today and talk about not just how we're supposed to be thankful, because I Mm -hmm. think all of us deep down, we know we're supposed to be thankful, but how do we actually cultivate Mm -hmm. a thankful heart? Yeah, and I love it because when we started talking about this and you mentioned that title, Cultivating a Grateful Heart, I looked into the word cultivating and I looked into the definition of it and it says trying to acquire or develop a quality, sentiment, or skill. And so one of the things I think is helpful when we're trying to cultivate a grateful heart is to realize that it's a skill and it's not something that will just happen right when we wake up, you know? It's not like, oh, smile more, like something that's super (laughs) easy, right? It's like, it's a muscle that we have to work and the more we do it, the easier it becomes. Um, Hmm. And it made me think about like, I so I just did the half marathon in Disney, Ooh. and <laughs> and um, we we trained for it a little bit, like maybe like half the distance. But I wasn't doing any strength training on my muscles, and so like halfway through, I was hurting, and I had to start oh, walking through it. And so I realized, like you know, with thankfulness, it's the same exact thing. You need to develop that and practice it for it to really grow and you know it's easy to get discouraged and be like why am i not thankful today you know i have so much to be grateful for and i think a lot of us know that but it's just because our minds are focusing on all the stresses around us that we haven't practiced and we haven't built that muscle and so if we don't use that muscle it might be hard for us to get into that perspective and attitude of greatness gratefulness but the opposite is true as well you know the more we work on it the easier it becomes. And um, we were just having a conversation with one of our friends about thankfulness and how powerful it is. And they actually told us that um, our brains can't process thankfulness and anxiety at the same time. And I thought that was so interesting. It was Jordy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jordy. Shout out to Jordy. <laughs> and um, I looked up because I thought that was so interesting. And so I looked yeah. it up and I found an article and it said this. The brain can't respond to anxiety and gratitude at the same time, which means it's one or the other. We can feel anxious in other negative states, or we can feel grateful in all the, all the positive emotions associated with that. Um, so I thought that was so interesting. And it's not only just like an emotional thing, but it's also a physical thing that happens when we are thankful it actually like increases dopamine and serotonin it probably does a lot more than that but those are like two really big you know neurotransmitters that create a lot of positive emotions um like dopamine's responsible for motivation focus pleasure serotonin is known as like the feel-good chemical and it says it stabilizes your mood and you helps with sleep and everything and so i don't know think being thankful is just like it affects every part of our life and what's cool is the bible also says this how much thankfulness has an effect on our emotions um in philippians 4 6 through 7 it says don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all that he's done then you will experience god peace god's peace which exceeds anything we can understand 
His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So that's awesome. It's like literally saying, you know, um, pray about everything and be thankful for all he's done. And then you will experience God's peace. So it's like the Bible, you know, I love when verses are like shown in like science and everything. It's like, that's actually applicable. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone's looking for peace. Like we all want a sense of peace in our life, Mm -hmm. but you know, the world says to get it, you have to do X, Y, Z. But in Christianity, it's, you know, really just surrendering all of those anxieties and stresses to him. Mm -hmm. And I I love how it just like the science world just kind of finds that same conclusion as Mm -hmm. well. But that's really just how we access peace. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, like the more I think about stuff I can be grateful for, the more things come in my head, you know, and it's just sometimes I know that I've struggled and I've been dealing with something and I'll like be telling somebody about it and they'll be like, you know, like you have so much to be grateful for. And like, the, 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 you know, there's people do it like struggling with worse things. And that's always like, I never really like hearing that. And that's yeah, it's like, well, I know that, I know but that. I don't. I know that, you know, but it is good to even think about those small little things. I think one thing that can really throw us off this mm-hmm. holiday season is I know for me, it's kind of a season full of decisions and I feel like not only do I have to make a million decisions but then everyone around me wants me to make decisions Mm -hmm. and you know there's Black Friday deals and holiday shopping and then there's a million decisions with that and I am a terrible shopper like I'm a terrible shopper if I feel like there's any kind of expectation on me I literally will start to panic in the store like for people's gifts or like groceries or something like (laughs) not really groceries I I shop for groceries like every week so I feel like that's normal Mm -hmm. But I just, I feel like there's this expectation of like, what if I make the wrong decision? Yeah. You know, and I feel like just this time of year, it kind of comes boiling to the surface. Mm -hmm. And so I think one thing that can hinder us from being thankful and slowing down and having a thankful heart is just the busyness and the stress and the anxiety of having to make all these decisions and worrying about making the right one. Mm, And so anyway, I I read this verse and I thought it went really well with this and it's Colossians 3.15. And it says, let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. And when I read that, I thought, man, Mm. that's like exactly what I want. Every time I have a question or a decision, I want him to decide and settle it. Like that sense of settlement in our heart, kind of like what you were talking about with peace. Mm -hmm. You know, so many times we... We want to feel content because being thankful means you kind of need to be content, Mm -hmm. right? You can't be striving and lusting after other things and really have a thankful heart. You can want things. I mean, there's plenty of things I want, Mm -hmm. but really having a cultivating a thankful heart means there may be things I want and things I see in my future, but I am content and happy right now. And I think one thing that keeps us from being able to be content and happy and thankful and grateful for the things we have is this indecision and anxiety of like, but wait, no, I need this. And wait, now I need to do this. And wait, no, I need this in order to, you know, have a good holiday season or in order to be happy or, you know, X, Y, Z. And I just think our world, especially this time of year, we've got all these sales and I'm all for sales. Don't get me wrong. I think that's a great time to buy stuff. We bought a refrigerator during Black Friday Mm -hmm. sale. So it's an amazing time, but I think a lot of, it's creating a, it's actually cultivating like lustful hearts inside of us rather than grateful and thankful hearts. And again, it's not bad to want things, Mm -hmm. but I think 
when that stress and anxiety comes up and you start to feel anxious, I think it's really important to just to take time and go, all right, Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to do? And allow his peace to settle those decisions in your heart and you will be content and then you'll know what decision to make and you'll make it in peace. Yeah, I think a lot of times we honestly don't give enough credit to the Holy Spirit for the work that he can do. Like making decisions, you know, big or small, because I'm a terrible decision maker, <laughs> like with gifts, with with honestly anything. It's really hard for me to to make a decision. I think it's like kind of that what's that FOMO fear of missing out? Yes. It's like almost like the fear of that making that wrong decision. Like if I did this, how different would it be kind of thing? Yeah. And so it's cool that, you know, God has so many characteristics that we can depend on and that the closer we get to him, the more we realize, oh, you know, like God wants to help me with my little decisions. He wants to help me with, you know, like what what am I going to, which vacation I'm going to take, you know, just anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I also... I also like that you mentioned how when we are unsatisfied or something, we can't be thankful if we're not satisfied. And um, when I was taking my notes, I was kind of thinking about that because um, I think a lot of the times we don't think that we have the ability to be grateful or to be thankful until everything's kind of going right because we Mm. have two, we're like, okay there's too much to worry about. Like maybe when all of this stuff is settled, things will be going right. Um, but you know, in this world, we're going to have troubles. Like God told us we will have troubles and that doesn't mean that we can't, um, you know, we can't believe for health. We can't believe for healthy relationships. Like we can believe for all those things, you know, um, God came to give us an abundant life. But I do think that there's this element of realizing that there are certain things in life we just can't control. Like we can't control other people. We can't control the certain stresses that come up and the stuff that we see on the news and stuff like that. <laughs> like there's there's troubles in this world. And so just getting to that point of like settling and realizing that we can be thankful now in the moment, you know, and not waiting for everything to um, to line up. So yeah, I mean, two people can be living the exact same life and just have a different perspective of it and they can have a completely different experience, right? Like people can be going through the same hardships and, you know, dealing with the same hurdles, but one person can have a perspective of thankfulness and another person can have a perspective of lack, you know, and and their lives can look so different and their emotions and their attitudes can look so different. And, you know, I don't want to come across as like, oh, I'm that person that's always thankful because I'm definitely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm definitely not. Um, but this is like, whenever I talk about this stuff, I feel like I'm always talking to myself too when I do this because um, it's easy for me to get into an anxious mindset and... I I don't know why that is. I feel like kind of everybody starts there and that's why God talks about, you know, renewing your mind because I feel like in our natural state, I feel like it's easy to think about what's, what's going wrong. And, you know, so it is easy to get to that point where you're just focusing on the negative. And in Psalms 6930, it says, I will praise the name of God with a song and magnify him with thanksgiving. And I love that because the word magnify it says basically like when you're thank when you're being thankful and you're giving thanks to God that magnifies him which I thought is so cool. Oh wow, like it magnifies him. Yeah. in our perspective. Exactly. And so he becomes bigger and mm-hmm. our problems become smaller. Yeah. That's really good. 
So one <laughs> other thing to think about when we talk about thankfulness is that there is actually a blessing on being thankful. And mm-hmm. while us Christians are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, mm. Jesus really commands a blessing on those who are thankful. And so I think we can find this in a story in the Bible that you actually shared on a previous episode, but you were making a very different point. Ooh, I'm curious. So <laughs> if you follow the podcast, and then you'll recognize this, but it's found in uh, Luke chapter 17, verse starting in verse 13. And this is when Jesus heals a group of people yes. who were uh, dealing sick with leprosy. And so that's where we are in this story. And it says, And they raised their voices and called out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed and made clean. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back glorifying and praising and honoring God with a loud voice. And he lay face downward at Jesus's feet, thanking him over and over. Mm. He was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? Mm -hmm. Was there no one found to return and to give thanks and praise to God except this foreigner? Jesus said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith, your personal trust in me and your confidence in God's power has restored you to health. And What I love about Hmm. that story is, you know, it not only shows, you know, just how so many of us can not be thankful and we just take God's (laughs) promises, but this, they all went away healed, Mm -hmm. but only one was restored to health. And I find that really interesting. It's like, yes, God's promises are there and they're for us and he wants everything for us. But when we approach life with a thankful heart we are aligning our souls up with the character of jesus christ and when we do that we're aligning ourselves under the flow of his blessings Mm -hmm. and when we do that there is a commanded blessing on that you know not only are we receiving his promises but now we're walking in more the fullness of him because we're looking more and more like him because jesus is a thankful person Mm -hmm. and so when we choose thankfulness and we choose gratefulness it's almost like we're forming ourselves more into the image of Christ and there's like more blessing on our life. Not because God's going, oh, well, I choose to bless you and I choose to bless you. It's like, no, we're choosing to deny ourselves and mold ourselves more into the image of Christ and there's blessing there and there's abundance there. And it's not just, oh, you get healed from sickness, but you have a restored health. You know, it's like these guys went away healed of leprosy but it's possible their skin was still, you know, scarred and it's possible their bodies, you know, were weathered and just like all these things from having a disease. They may be healed, but they look like someone who got over a sickness. Mm -hmm. Whereas this last man who came back and was thankful and grateful, his health was restored and he went away looking as if he did not have anything wrong with him. And I believe that's what God wants for all of us. And it's not just in the realm of health, but it's in every area of our lives. So many of us are just, you know, kind of getting through the day and trying to get by. And we're like, oh, thanks, God. Thanks, God. You know, but we're not really taking the time to be thankful and grateful. And it's not that God is withholding anything from us, but he's saying, no, if you operate the way I've commanded the world, not the world, the spiritual realm to operate, this, just like the, the spiritual realm or God's kingdom operates in humility, it operates on thankfulness. It operates on gratefulness, mm-hmm. right? It operates on all of these attributes of Jesus. And when we operate in those, we tap into these blessings yeah. that go beyond anything that we could imagine. Yeah. 
And it just makes you think about how much is there in the presence of Jesus because it was him going back into the presence of God that brought about more healing and re- restored health, you know? And yeah. so in our, in our lives, in our day to day, you know, we don't have to be doing everything right. We don't have to be living a perfect life, but just choosing to, you know, spend time with Jesus and go back to his word and just sit and listen to him. There is so much grace, like you said, but also like just an abundance of power in the presence of God that, you know, I don't think any of us can tap into it fully until we get to heaven. But that I love that you brought up that point because I think that was from the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> very different. But, and it's funny because it's like, I didn't, I don't know if I knew exactly the ending because I didn't read oh, really? the whole thing. I'm like, oh, story. nice, you got restored. <laughs> okay. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome though. So another way I think we can cultivate gratefulness in our lives is just paying attention to the voices that we're taking in and the people that we're listening to. Um, and I've actually heard a really cool study and it was about like, basically I think it was like a meeting setting like in an office and the person came into the room like very negative and like just like really stressed. and. I think like what had happened in that situation is that everybody in the room became like very tense and then they did it again and that person was like very happy and then like everybody in the room was like, you know, lighthearted and stuff. And it just shows you how much other people in our lives have an influence on us. Like you hear like, you know, you're like something about the five closest people in your life, like you becoming more like that. Like the five closest people in your life. Yeah. And like, even when I think about the people in my life, like everybody kind of gives me a certain feeling. Like there's some people that make me feel really calm and there's other people that make me feel like I want to just like get my life together and like motivate me and like other people. We all need those people. Yeah, (laughs) we need those people. And like other people make me feel like very secure and then some others like maybe not so secure. So (laughs) people really do have such an influence over us. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just really important to make sure that you're paying attention to the voices in your life, you know, because there are some people who are struggling and it's hard for them to view stuff in a positive way. And I'm not at all saying like, if people aren't positive around you, like push them out of your life (laughs) because I mean, I wanted to be a counselor. So I'm all about people expressing what they're going through. Um, But I think it's more just like kind of not having the news on 24 seven, just like protecting your heart. And if you know that there are certain people that um, that are kind of just at a hard place and their perspective on stuff is just kind of negative a lot of the time, I don't know, maybe just like making the conversations go in a certain way where it, that won't come up over and over again, you know? Because like, I think God can protect us from a lot, but at the same time, I think it's also healthy for us to be wise about what we're taking in all the time. Um, and there's a verse in James 1.17, and it said, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. And so on the flip side, um, we also have like such a big influence on other people. And when we're thankful for stuff and we have a thankful attitude, that really points people to God. And it, and it reminds us and it reminds others in our life that every good thing is coming from God. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's so 
easy to just get caught in a conversation with someone and it just starts going negative and then it gets more negative and more negative and it's almost like there's something in our flesh that just likes it oh yeah you know and just wants to go down that road and it's so easy and I think we need to give ourselves grace and realize this isn't a you problem this is a human nature problem Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. but I think there is also a way to kind of not feed it, but also not come across as super judgmental. Exactly. Because, you know, it's like you you say something and then people are like, well, I just, I can't do that because I can't allow that in my head. It's <laughs> no. like, okay, well, you know, that blessed me. Thank you. <laughs> now I feel terrible. <laughs> right now I feel terrible. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, that's not, you know, we're not the judge of other people. That's no. not our place. And our place isn't to call other people out necessarily. You know, especially people that we mm. don't have that, that place in their life, exactly. you know, it's like, I may call Jeff out on some things and he may call me out, mm-hmm. but then I'm not going to turn around and, and have that relationship with other people. It's different, exactly. right? Like you can't just shut off the news and then expect like, you know, it'll be positive and you'll have a good outlook on stuff, but also putting in the good and like bringing in, you know, like teachings and worship or whatever it helps you like, you know, cultivate a thankful heart. Um, because I know that when I've struggled with fear before, I thought the best approach to that to be like, you know, read those verses about, I will not fear, I will not fear. And like, Mm -hmm. think that just like rebuking negativity um, would help me without actually being like, okay, so what's the truth? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I heard this minister share um, about when he was learning tennis and the tennis instructor told him how you really can't just tell people, don't do it like this. Don't do that. Don't Mm -hmm. do this. Because now that's all you can think about. And even though you don't want to do it, it's not like you're like, well, I'm going to rebel. It's like, no, you don't want to make those mistakes. But because that's all you're hearing, that's all you can think about. And so people will make more mistakes. But instead, he has to say, do this, do that, do it like this, try this, think of this. And I think it just goes back to like, you know, the law strengthens sin. And and even if it's not sin, it's just when we're told not to do something like, okay, don't fear, don't fear, don't be anxious, don't be anxious. You know, it it makes it really, really hard. But Mm -hmm. when we replace that with thoughts of, let's say, you know, gratefulness and thankfulness, like we're talking about today, it is amazing how I will be struggling with something and it just, it could be anything that's just frustrating or discouraging or that I'm anxious about or worried. And I start thinking about the things I'm thankful for. And it usually, I'm not actually doing it intentionally. (laughs) It's just, I happen to look around my home or I happen to see my cat or I happen to, you know, do something. And I'm like, man, God, I'm just so grateful. And then all of a sudden it just, it's almost like, I said, it's almost like it's spiritual, but it is spiritual, (laughs) but it's, it's almost like this complete 180. It's like my problems are still there, but I don't have this like icky feeling on the inside anymore. I'm like, no, you know what? God is going to take care of me. He's going to handle this. Why am I so stressed out over this? And it really shifts the perspective on, yeah, on our lives and on our problems. Yeah. When I was like, I'm trying to find the number, but when I was looking at this, I was wondering how much does the Bible talk about gratefulness? And I think it was 157 times that word gratefulness comes up. Wow. So it's like, and I don't know if it's always the same word. I probably like thankfulness, gratefulness, I'm not sure, but probably the same concept comes up a lot. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's amazing how important it is, but also just very beneficial to our lives. And like you said, like it just kind of opens a new floodgate. It's like either, you know, we'll think negatively and that's what'll be 
the easiest to see or we just like give thanks to God and start noticing just the little and small things in our life. And it kind of focuses on those and makes the other things smaller. So true. Yeah. So as we're going through this holiday season and everyone's saying that you're already behind on your Christmas shopping and (laughs) your home isn't decorated enough and you know, there's so much that you need to do and so much that you need to get. It's okay to get things. It's okay to want to improve your decor. It's okay to do all those things. But let's also remember to just take a beat because, you know, with also what, we, what we've been talking about, with gratefulness and thankfulness comes peace, mm-hmm. comes contentment, comes rest. Blessing. And this, blessing. Yeah. And this is a season where we've already talked about this in a previous episode where God is really wanting to slow everything down and bring us into a season of rest. We mm-hmm. look at creation and the world around us that's getting darker earlier. You know, it's like it's, it's a natural cycle of rest and re- recharging. And yeah. so definitely use these tips to kind of cultivate a thankful and grateful heart this season. And I think you'll find that you can actually experience rest and contentment even in the midst of all of the holiday hustle. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with those you love. And if you haven't, be sure and subscribe so you can check out all of the fun holiday and Christmas episodes that we have coming for you next time. And if you haven't before, you can check us out on our Instagram page or our website, which will be linked below. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.